Hi everyone, welcome to Ubiquitous Methods. Hey Patrick, how you doing? I'm doing okay. Okay, how are That's you? Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's another week. Uh, oh is, man, I know, I know. It's uh, California Dreaming was last week with the Apple yep. event, so I am. You might not be able to see it, but I am wearing my California Ooh. hat right there. Okay, to okay. The occasion. And I'm a big Ducks fan, so it's a okay. Anaheim Ducks uh, hockey hat. But uh, thank you yeah. for clarifying. I was going to ask, like, I'm, I'm, not, I like sports a little bit, but I'm like, what is, what is <laughs> okay? Yeah, yeah. It's a very cool hat. <laughs> it's a pretty cool hat. I mean, it's a very cool hat. Yeah, I have about maybe four or five of these hat, uh, hats that okay. have different things, but this one's probably one of my favorite ones because it has a California flag on it, and you can see nice. the bear on it, so it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, California has a cool flag. Like the bear is pretty sweet. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I have not seen the Tennessee flag to be quite honest. So I'm kind of curious. What does it look like? And I could definitely Tennessee. Hmm, I don't know Tennessee. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because the Tulsa uh, flag is pretty cool. The Tulsa flag is is pretty unique. I feel like Oklahoma's is eh, you know it's whatever. But Tulsa Tulsa's got a pretty cool flag. Oh, okay. Okay, Tulsa is pretty cool. That's awesome. I think what? so. I, I'll drop I'll drop an image in the show notes, but I think it's a pretty cool flag. Um, it's oh. uh, it's difficult to describe, but yeah, it's got a got a cool little uh, star. What I feel like I'm I can't. It's uh, it's a medium. It's, this is an audio medium, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. It's a cool flag. I'll put it in the show notes for anybody to to want to want to check it out. It's it's neat. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, what did you what did you think about the event last week? Oh uh, man, I've been itching to talk to talk with you about this thing uh we were you know a little peek behind the curtains we were in, originally going to record on thursday thursday is our recording day and uh i had to make a last minute adjustment so we're recording monday the following you know almost a week after the the event so in a way i like this because we'll we've had a chance to sit on our ideas a little bit and maybe we can, now that we're past the uh pre-order time we can talk about whether or not we did <laughs> so that's yeah you know, so there's some other things to talk about but ultimately i i thought it was a fun event i've seen a lot of people talking and saying it was a little more dry and i rewatched it, and it i mean there was it wasn't like a knock your socks off just round of excitement just you know like wow they did it here but I feel like what they accomplished from, you know, all remote over pandemic, I feel like they came out with a pretty solid looking product. I'm pretty pleased with it. Um, yeah. I haven't held anything yeah. in my hands, but I thought it was pretty cool. Just, that's my, you know, a, a good solid, like B minus, <laughs> you know, just solid. Yeah. <laughs> solid B minus. So a B minus is a good grade, a respectable grade for that event. I think that's appropriate. I think one of my favorite things about the event was it, technology but it's actually the drone shots they had those were super shots. cool yes yeah. yeah and especially being from california it was mm -hmm. great to see the coast then i'll see the yeah. apple headquarters and see the different shots and i was kind of envious because i i kind of wish i was one of those folks uh one of the employees from apple just yeah. being a shot and just start to introduce myself and say hey my name is ak I'm from yeah. Apple. I'm on such and such at Apple, and I want to introduce you to the new Apple bicycle or something yeah. like that. But uh, Apple make a good bicycle. That would be that would be legit. That's going to be the first car. It's a, it's going to be a a battery powered bicycle. That would be uh, you know hot take. I think that'd be sweet. 
Oh, that's actually that's a really great idea, actually, because I see a lot of those in my neighborhood. Uh, the new battery-powered yeah. uh, bicycles. I think those are pretty cool. I think bicycle would be first, and then after that, maybe snowboard. I think if they did a snowboard, Ooh. that would uh, track your movements. Kind of said, "Hey, you did this much air today. You went this nice. fast." That would be awesome. I mean, it c- Apple. It could connect you with it. your Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that'd be pretty cool. I don't, I don't snowboard. I'm not much of the extreme sports kind of guy, but I could dig that. That's pretty sweet. I would, I would love to. Like hey, you, Patrick, you wiped out like 15 times. <laughs> like <laughs> I know. Thanks. I feel it. <laughs> there, 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 there. You'll do better next time. <laughs> Siri. <laughs> Need Apple's, yeah, soothing in my voice, or soothing in my ears. Like it's like it's okay. Yeah. A lot of people suck the first time they do it. Like th- thanks, Siri. Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, thanks for <laughs> encouraging me. <laughs> Appreciate that. But uh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was a great. It was. I, I'll take that back. It wasn't a great event. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. It wasn't a great fair event. Enough, but it was a good event. I think okay. all things considered, as you mentioned, during the pandemic, like. Going, with everything else going on, I think they did a good job of presenting what they Hardware has to be hard. Hardware has to be hard uh, in, in a pandemic. I mean, software is it, doable. I would think you could probably speak better than that than me, but hardware to me, it's like, how do you how do you work on hardware and stuff like that <laughs> from home? You can't really. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's difficult. And it's funny, too, because I actually was... Um, so my major back when I was in college was both software and hardware. So I did a lot ah. of embedded uh, system design and whatnot. But uh, yeah, hardware is hard. It's not as easy because definitely they touch things and test things out. But I, I think they did a great job, uh, uh, all things considered. And I think one of the things that was kind of a bummer for me was seeing an empty auditorium because I yeah. was just like, yeah. I mean, I missed those events where you just hear the clapping and the enthusiasm and yeah. everyone just excited for the new devices. And I was that was kind of uh, – that was missing. But overall yeah. – I mean, I think we're going to get into some great topics today, and I'm really yep, excited yep. to talk about some of the things. And talking about hardware is hard. I mean, there's going to be a lot of details about the hardware that I'm really excited about. But yeah, um, yeah. You want to take it from the top? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, we can start with the intro. I mean, it was just Apple iPad TV. Mini. Oh well, yeah. yeah, Apple TV. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, everybody just skips Apple TV, but yeah, Apple TV. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it's it. I've I've only seen Ted Lasso, and I do. If you haven't, Ted Lasso is really good. Highly recommended. Saw season one. It was great. Yeah. It was awesome. And I'm not a subscriber I, right now, but I plan to get a month whenever to get season two after that one draw after that one's all finished. Cause season two, I mean, season one was so good and it was, it was hilarious. <laughs> I know it was, it, it was great humor. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I just wanted to bring it up because uh, the morning season, uh, morning show part two or season two actually mm-hmm. is coming out. So it started last yeah. week, Friday. And, uh, I, personally like the series i think they're starting yeah. to come out with some good content um okay. i think it's interesting because if i had to rank the streaming providers i would say apple's up there for me personally really? okay yeah yeah i mean it's like uh, amazon is disappointing netflix is starting to get a little disappointing right now uh yeah. disney is just if you love marvel stuff you're you're happy if you i do don't. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I'm same a here. huge Marvel fan. Yeah, so yeah. I love me some Disney Plus right now. I, and I, I love Star Wars and I love Marvel. So you give me Loki, you give me Mandalorian. I am like all over it. I love it. And Pixar. Like those are also my favorite things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what about What If? Have you seen What If yet? I love What If. Oh, the, okay. They're going dark in some of that. Like the Doctor Strange uh, is is pretty dark and the zombies was pretty dark. Um, I'm 
digging it. It's they're, it, they're telling stories I would not have expected from Marvel. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I still have to watch that series. Um, I'm waiting for it to end before I oh. pick up Disney Plus again. Okay. I have yeah. My, <laughs> like you, I have my 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 certain providers that I sign up for. Yes. So right now it's just Netflix and Amazon Prime. But then, uh, okay, okay, yeah. Once, uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna do Disney Plus soon. Once uh, okay. what if uh, finishes, and then also Showtime through Amazon okay. Prime because I watch a show called Billions on there too. So we'll ah, see. Okay, okay. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be interested was, to hear what you say about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be interesting. But yeah, I, I think overall Apple TV, I think it's going to be a strong uh, market for them. I, I like I said, yeah. I think they're up there with respect to streaming providers, and I'm really excited to see what else they come up with in the future. But yeah, that was pretty awesome. But uh, I think yeah. we'll jump into the I- iPad Mini. <laughs> Since apparently I was so eager to jump into. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You forgot about the iPad. It talked about the iPad first, too. Oh, uh, that's funny. I love the iPad. and Well, the yeah, iPad and the iPad Mini. Um, they were both, you know, I like that they're putting in the... Uh, the really wide camera. What's it called? Uh, center stage. I really like they're putting center stage into, um, into everything. It, I being an iPad Air, uh, owner, I'm kind of sad that, uh, that it's not on that. But you know, whatever. I don't do a lot of video calls, so it, I don't miss it super much. But so I think that's a cool addition. You know, getting a chip upgrade is nice. Um, yeah. I think overall. That's not the iPad for us, you know. It's 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 a it's a solid upgrade for the people who are wanting it, who are who that's what they're in the market for. But you know, for the the more nerdy of us, uh, it's like okay, it's not for us, but it's still pretty yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's funny too because I think this is where it started to get underwhelming for me. I saw the really? new iPad, an iPad Mini, and I was just like, mm, cool, but it wasn't exciting. It wasn't fair. Many upgrades other than the camera. I thought that was pretty cool, but and then uh, the USB C inclusion on the iPad. Mini, That's nice. That, yeah, that was great for me. I I think because I'm a big proponent of USB C, so I, I love that. But uh, beyond that, it was it was um, it was a lot of talking, and uh, <laughs> it was a lot of <laughs> not a lot of flash or show. I mean, yeah, and it, it was kind of disappointing for me. So it it was interesting though. I I think overall. For people who want an up, a refresh of the iPad Mini, it's great. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's definitely something to go take a look at. But like you said, for us, I don't know if it's something that we would definitely jump at and just say, "Hey, let's shell out the money for that device." The Mini was a de- was a tailor made device for Patrick from about three years ago. I that was always my favorite device because I liked a smaller tablet. But now I kind of it bridges the gap between an uh, the iPad bridges a gap between an iPad and a laptop for me now. So I really want, I like the 11 inch size. So that's why I went with the air. Cause it kind of replaces a, a, a MacBook for me. And then I can peel it off the keyboard and use it as a, as a iPad. So that's kind of what I, my use case. So the mini is not really good for me anymore, but I like the upgrade. I like the arguably pocketable size. I like the pencil support. The USB C is nice. The colors are cool. I didn't see. Does it start with 64 gigs like the Air, or does it do 128? I, I missed that. I missed that as well. But uh, mm, that's, I'll take a look that's at that. Fair. Yeah, uh, I mean, but yeah. No, overall, it was interesting because I actually have the Max, and for me, okay. the Max kind of acts like an iPad Mini for me. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's 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 kind of la- it, it it doesn't really feel. It's like redundant it. for you. Yeah. Exactly. And like yeah, exactly. that makes sense. So that makes sense. I feel you. 
Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm looking right now. I think it's going to start at 64. Okay. Gigs. Fair enough. Yeah. While you yeah. look that up, I'll kind of I'll push us off into our next bit. To me, where the event kind of fell down was the Apple Watch, because I think like a lot of folks keeping it, uh, keeping up with the rumors of that more squared off design, it just came off basically exactly like the one before with no sensors and and also now they kind of got rid of the more neutral color, so instead of black and white, you have midnight and starlight, and then. I think red, blue, and green, and it's fine. But I wear a watch. I I like the idea of a colored watch. I like colored gadgets, which we can get into shortly. But I want my watch to be neutral because I got I don't have. I'm not going to buy two or three Apple watches to wear with various outfits. I need one yeah. to wear with everything. <laughs> right. Agreed. And uh, and a phone you can at least put in your pocket. Where a watch, everybody sees that. So I don't want a, a blue watch, even though I love blue things. Um. So I, I don't know it, this one, and then. The, that's really all there was to it. So I'm not, I'm not super, you know, super yeah. into it, I guess. I mean, what do you it, think? It, it depends. I mean, and by the way, so it's iPad mini is starting at 64 gigs. It but, is 64. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, moving forward with the, the Apple watch, it was interesting because they started off with the, the bike detection, the fall detection, and a lot of features for bicyclists, which that's I cool. Was, yeah. It was just pretty cool. But I mean, I, I think it, it, it kind of served a, a certain group of their customers and it didn't it yeah. wasn't universally for everyone. And like you're saying, it, it was interesting because we heard rumors about the, the square design. And instead of that, what we did is what we got is actually a little bit more screen space. But yeah. it's pretty much the same design and like you said, more colors. But like you, I I have a black Apple Watch because I need to fit with everything I, I wear. I need it to be pretty much standard, and I don't have to worry about oh, let me switch out for the the cobalt blue one or the graphite yeah. one or silver one. Uh, I'm not gonna buy that many Apple watches. So no. it was, yeah, not at all. But uh, yeah, it was kind of interesting because it, it like they started off with the bicyclists, uh, the, the, that whole section of just with the fall detection and then starting automatically when you start a ride and things like that for bicyclists. And mm-hmm. at that point, I kind of figured, oh, this is pretty much <laughs> this is pretty much the new features that they're going to show us today. And, and yeah. I mean, yeah, it, it was it was a little disappointing. If I if 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 it was like me and I needed a new watch, I would probably go with the older version rather than the newer version for me being frugal as I am, because uh, there is nothing in this new Apple Seven Apple Apple Watch Seven that would say, hey, you definitely got to buy this. You definitely got to you want this for sure. Yeah, I got a Series Five, and I'm I'm thrilled with mine. I have I see no reason to upgrade right now. Yeah, you know it's funny too because I feel like the Apple Watches they are they're pretty good. They're, they're, they they last a long time, and they they're they're pretty. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, they they're timeless in a sense, um, or they they last you a long time. Uh, so I, they're great. They're awesome. Do you do you use yours to track your workouts and whatnot? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I have. A- I have a cellular watch because um, I like to leave my phone behind if I can, and mm-hmm. I love it, love it, love it, love it. It is ridiculous. Like you don't have to have that, but I like to be able to have be able to get in touch with my wife if I need to, or if she needs to get in touch with me. So that's the main reason why I did the cell- cellular. But I load up a podcast on Overcast, and or maybe listen to something on Spotify, and do some AirPods, and I just leave my phone behind, and it is very freeing and nice. So I, I love it. Highly recommend it if you get the chance. 
Yeah, same here. And I, I like I do the same as well. When I go for a run, I leave my phone behind. Just have my watch with the cellular, cellular, and then it just works really well. So, yes. uh, yeah, yeah. I think uh, one of the things I do wish they had is competitions with friends, with respect to yeah, head against a friend, and just say, hey, who's gonna close their rings the most this week? Or that would be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Could you do that with uh? Could you do that with uh, Fitbit back in the day? I I never really used Fitbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had the Fitbit back in the day and you could do that you could actually add friends and then compete with uh, okay. a certain, uh like select, select a group of friends and compete okay. with those friends and see who could finish the most uh or burn the most calories within a set amount of time i think it was a week so that was awesome okay. and, and i wish apple would have that but um i think yeah. over in time they'll they'll eventually get that but um yeah yeah, yeah i was hoping that they'll announce that this time around uh but i mean yeah i think like you said pandemic i think overall Good job with the Apple Watch. Not for me quite yet to upgrade, but great job. Good job. What are you uh, rocking right now? I got the Series 4, so... Okay. Yeah. I hear a lot of people who had the Series 4 and and keep basically sticking with it, which my understanding is Series 4 was kind of the last major chip uh, jump, and Series 5, 6, and 7 have all been kind of just incremental uh, uh, improvements, so it seems like that's a good one to just right out until the next <laughs> until the yeah. next wow feature <laughs> yeah and that seems like it's the theme of my life with respect to electronics from apple i mean i just write it out until like there's a, the new major feature comes out yeah but uh yeah it, it, it's working out well still uh you know the funny thing is is like with older apple devices i usually notice that uh it, as i start to upgrade to newer and newer versions things mm-hmm. will kind of get a little buggy get slower crash yeah. a little bit more often uh, but that's not the case with the Apple Watch. The Apple Watch has been yeah. great, uh, very smooth yeah. still. I, I still get the latest updates, and everything is working well. So, I mean, yeah, no reason to upgrade it whatsoever. Yep, yep. I've been very pleased with mine, too. Yeah, yeah, because you, you, you have the 5, and it's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, so... I the the game changer between the four and the five is definitely the always on display because I did have a Android watch for a little bit that had the always on and I knew whenever I switched back to iPhone that I really wanted to have the always on so that's why I opted for the series five um and yeah it's it's really a game changer like I said the Apple does a great job with their wrist detection where you twist and it turns on the on, they do way better than most Android because Android kind of needs the uh the the uh always on because their wrist detection you have to like basically salute to yeah <laughs> to yeah. get it to wake up and uh and apple you it's it, you, a little more subtle movement gets you a long way so it's less necessary but i still really like the always on it makes a big difference so how is your battery life with respect to the always on display because i'm always curious I, about that I, it depends on the day, and it depends on the how many notifications. In general, I get, I would say, 16 to 18 hours. Um, so usually what I do is I'll try and... Um, I'll try and... Uh, I sleep with my watch for sleep tracking, and then so I'll usually... Uh, put it. My goal is to get it to about 7, 8 o'clock at night, you know, from when I... So I put it on before, right before I go to bed get it to seven or eight o'clock at night and then I put on the charger and usually by the time I go to bed, uh, it's got a full charge. And so I'll, uh, put it on at that point. That's, that's typical. Yeah. Um, if I do a workout in the morning, I will, uh, I'll slap the watch on the charger while I take a shower after I get my workout done. But that I don't 
do that every morning. Um, so it just depends. But that that's typical. I usually get like 16, 18 hours. Yeah, it's interesting because I actually I, I I take it off at night when I go to sleep. So okay. pretty much I get it throughout the whole day. And then right before I go to sleep, I take it off, put it on a charger. And then that I makes just, sense. Yeah, wake up with it and then have it full charge. Because I usually wake up in the morning. So I either go mm-hmm. running or jump roping or whatever mm-hmm. I work that I do. So I just always want to make sure that I have it on to capture my workout, see how much yeah. my output is and all that. But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's interesting. I mean, it's funny because I used to like it for the sleep tracking to see how much mm-hmm. sleep I get. But I mean, I only sleep like six hours a day. So yeah. I, I was like, uh, that's okay. I don't want to know about that. I kind of need to get more sleep than that. <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll just ignore that and take it off. But uh, yeah, yeah. I like it more for the silent alarm. So being able to tap my wrist to wake me up, I like I like that. It still oh. usually ends up waking my wife up, but it's less obnoxious than whatever alarm tones are going off on your phone. So I, I like the subtle wake up. So that that's that's really my biggest feature that I like it for. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is too, I have to get a bit of wristband as well because my kind of jingles mm-hmm. in my arm. So it's just like yeah. oh, okay. Yeah. That's but, not uh, ideal. <laughs> yeah, it's not at all. But I mean, the funny thing is my wife got it for me as a gift. So oh, okay. I just ended up just keeping it. And I like it a lot. Okay. It, it's uh, it's it's casual enough for you to wear outside. But it's mm-hmm. like fancy enough to, for me to be able to say, okay, I can wear this for suit or something like that. And okay. I don't have to switch out the, the wristband at all. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. It's good. I like it a lot. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's interesting. I feel like the whole fitness area of Apple is a huge market for them to kind of tap into. Yeah. And um, I, I think with the expansion of Fitness App Plus and they added Pilates, uh, I, yeah. I, I, I think that was all right. But I, They're really, really going for Peloton. <laughs> yeah, really going for Peloton, which, I mean, they've had bad press, bad press in the near, uh, recent history. Uh, so I, I think uh, that's a good play, but yeah, it, it, it was not. There was nothing of note for me there, uh, to be honest, with respect to the app. I mean, did, did yeah. anything jump at you or? No, I mean, honestly, I'll be totally honest. Uh, the fitness stuff totally bored me. I skipped through most of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, 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 guided fitness does nothing for me. Like my wife likes it a little bit, but to me. I'm way more motivated by if I'm going to work out, working out with some buddies or whatever, as opposed to doing a guided fitness or, um, I, I don't know. I, I'd rather maybe do, do a trainer or something like that, as opposed to watching, uh, the online, all online trainers just have a certain cadence to them that I don't enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so I, and Apple's no different there. I'm just like, I, you know, for the right people, like no, no shade on anybody who enjoys it, but just me, it's like, I, I don't. And so I, I tried to watch, I watched a bit and I'm just like, there's nothing here for me. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. No, it's, it's funny you mentioned that because a lot of online training workouts I do is just, it's a fast pace and I just can't do it. And I'm like, oh, I hate this. The one exception for me is kickboxing. So when I do okay. kickboxing, it reminds me of being in class because uh, I'm being in a, in a, in a, in a, a dojo or being within a, a gym, mm-hmm. a kickboxing gym. It's exactly like that. It's like, okay, drop your, go, uh, get up, do uh, do crunches, get up, go hit the bag a hundred times. So you need to have that stamina to be able to finish a yeah. workout. But beyond that, I mean, whether it's like, uh, I, I don't know what kind of, I mean, do they, they have the, the yoga workouts and the Pilates workouts yeah. now and whatnot? It's just not for me at that speed. Same. So I agree with you. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, that was, that was 
Yeah, that, that it was cool that they included it, the Apple Fitness uh, Fitness Plus. But we all know it's just like a, a serve up for what we really cared about, which was the iPhone. So, yes. I mean, here we That's go. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They won uh, 13. <laughs> they won I know. 13. I Honestly, one of these days they're going to drop the number or they're going to start over or something. But I don't know. I... I understand why they do it because, again, kind of like the the iPad, it's not for us. It's for you know the normal people who don't always upgrade. It's so like, well, I know I've got a 6S, so I'm like, I know the 13 is way better than 6S because look, that number's way higher. I'm going to get yeah. the 13, <laughs> and yeah. uh, like it's, it's it's not for us. But I would love to just you know just hey, this is the 2021 iPhone, this 2022 iPhone or whatever. I I would love for them to go that route. I think it would be cooler for marketing. It's like just get the new iPhone. But, yeah. Yeah, I you know it's funny because I thought they were going to do that with the ten. Yeah, uh, I, 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 like when they introduced that would have the been 10. a great point to do it too. Yeah, because they yeah. changed that Roman numeral and it's like it's like they're, we're changing everything. And it's like oh, and now we're going back to eleven. It's like oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> <Fine>. exactly. <laughs> I, I'm glad it caught you off guard as well because it did that for me, and I yeah. was just like, uh, darn it, you guys, you had a great opportunity to move on. Plus, I mean, yeah. the number thirteen. It's I mean, I mean. It, if you're superstitious, unlucky. yeah, it's unlucky. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with this phone. But yeah, I, I was thinking maybe they might go to route to being kind of like, yeah, let's hit the number 13 and go to 14 or let's do something yeah. a little bit different. But they went with 13. And uh, yeah, I mean, what do you think about the 13? What, 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 how do you like it? I think it, to me, much like the other rest of the event, it's not the most exciting thing ever. But to me, it really clicks in the right spots that i'm i'm excited i like the brighter display it's going to be cool um the, the brighter on both the 13 and the pro which is nice um upgraded cameras they're to put the center shift in all the cameras which is really cool i'm excited about that I'm, they're excited to see how it does um you know ultra wide improved across the board which is cool um mm-hmm. the a15 now you could speak more to this potentially but um seems like a pretty decent upgrade but also it's the same core count as the 14 i believe six cores so you have four efficiency and two high performance um can yeah. you speak more to that because i think you said you did a little more digging into the into the chip itself um i don't know if you want to dive yeah. into that now or not oh yeah no we can i mean i i think for me, when I when I heard everything about the iPhone 13, I think the thing that jumped out to me was the, the fact that the neural engine and the, the, the continued importance of the neural engine ever since the A1. And, you know, it's interesting because coming from a computer background, there's this whole thing within the world of uh, processors where it's x86 versus ARM processors. Mm-hmm. And ARM processors... They used to be known as the ones that are not as powerful because they're not mm-hmm. as complex as uh, the x86. I think Apple's doing a great job of actually making it more up to speed with, res- with respect to the, the way they're designing the chips. And I think when we talk about ubiquitous methods, part mm-hmm. of the thought of the, the podcast name came from the whole uh, concept of a ubiqu- ubiquitous operating system. That was mm-hmm. pretty popular in the early 2000s or late 2000s, actually, where phones were getting more popular, uh, mobile devices were getting more popular. How could you make sure that you could have a, an operating system that would work on your phone and also on your laptop? And I think Apple's getting really close to that right now. Yeah. Um, you see that with the shift from Intel uh, to their own, uh, to the processors that they're going to shift to uh, uh, 
that they actually have shifted to. And I, I think with the respect to the phones, there's so much more power in the phones. And yeah, also the neural engine, uh, the fact that they could take like do 15 uh, trillion operations per second uh, and do all those neural like uh, those machine learning operations and tr- um, training on a chip itself. I think it's going to yeah. speak volumes because I think uh, what they're trying to do is they're trying to make it more of an edge device. And when I say it, I mean the iPhone. They're trying to make the iPhone more of an edge device as opposed to a device that goes back to a server, figures out what it needs, and it mm-hmm. takes it back. And th- those folks in the industry who know about edge devices, pretty much what that means is that you do a lot of your processing or you do, do a lot more of your work on the edge or on that device as opposed to on mm-hmm. a centralized server. So I was really excited about that. There, I, I think for me as a developer engineer, I think I think that's the way the industry is going to go. Yeah, and I'm really excited to see that. Now, I mean, I think one of the things that really jumped out at me too was the cinematic mode for the phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I I thought it was cool, but I mean, I I think uh, it could have. It, it was interesting. Uh, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's one of those features that's cool to look at, but I, I think it's going to be not the best with the initial release. Yeah. Um, uh, did they say if that one's going to be coming out at release or is this going to be coming out? Is it going to be like a deep fusion that comes out after the fact? I think it's coming out with this release. Is it really? Okay. Yeah. That's interesting. I wonder if they'll swipe a beta tag on it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about, uh, what did you think about the phone itself and uh, like with respect to the cinematic mode? I think cinematic mode looks looks interesting, but it's one of those that it's a much cooler idea, I feel like, than that it's going to be execution. I am not a skilled videographer, but a lot of people who I follow who are more handy with <laughs> video things were noticing it, you know, doing a lot of focus hunting and uh, the, the shifts seem kind of jerky and sharp. Um, maybe that was by design. I'm not sure. I didn't notice it as much, but to my untrained eye, it just felt off in some ways. And just thinking about it from a practical standpoint, if you're not setting up a shot in a certain way, that machine would have to be super smart to be able to know what it is that you're trying to accomplish. If somebody just wanders into frame, if you're trying to shoot something and like, Oh, I'm going to try the cinematic mode. And then somebody walks into the frame or whatever, and it shifts focus. I could see that being really obnoxious. Yeah. (laughs) Um, the fact that you can change it yourself after the fact manually is pretty cool, but I, I feel like that uh, there's more opportunity for annoyance than truly uh, <laughs> uh, the really cool stuff that they were showing off. But I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Because you, you could probably talk more about the programming side of how that would work. Yeah, I mean, so going back to the chip itself, I mean, it, it kind of shows you what you're trying to do with respect to technology and on the iPhone, because mm-hmm. since you're you're putting more power on the chip, you're going to be able to do more, and you have more machine yeah. learning on the chip itself. And this is kind of talking to that, to the in the sense that okay, mm-hmm. cool, like let's let's bring these features to the iPhone. Now, while I think um, the feature itself it's it's going to be a little jerky, like you said, I, for me, it's, I mean, it's, I think no longer like after a while, people are going to get more annoyed with it than <laughs> like enthused with it. I think like overall, portrait mode, you know, with all the, yeah. like the hair messed up and the your edges of your glasses all cut off and everything. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things. It's funny because I feel like every so often they have that idea that's like, 
oh, that seems kind of cool. And you actually use it and you're like, okay, let's uh, never use this again. But uh, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be like that. But I, I, yeah. I think it definitely shows a shift uh, for Apple to kind of put more power yeah. on the iPhone. And I think that's yeah. going to be awesome for them to, to do. So um, I'm really excited to see what they do with their chip in the future. Uh, and you know what? I mean, like, especially nowadays with Siri, with, uh, mm-hmm. with uh, like, uh, hey, Google and the Google Home uh, suite. Mm-hmm. Uh, and my, my Google Home just went on right now. But, uh, <laughs> uh, like, uh, I, I think it's going to be great because you're going to have more of that machine learning or responses kind of on your phone more quickly as, as opposed to needed, being, needed to be connected to the Internet or something like that. So yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I it was all right, but I, I think it's I think it was more exciting for me in the sense of this is what they're going to be able to do more things more like this, like things that are this powerful on your iPhone. I think you may be onto something there because with the latest iPhone or the latest iOS release, they were moving more Siri functions onto the device as opposed to have to send everything up to the cloud. Because I know Google's done this for a while, um, where you they have I think co-processing units that you can put um, a lot of Google fun, Google Hey Google fun oh, gracious Hey Google functions on your device without having to go up to the cloud. And Siri hasn't. Siri sent everything to the cloud. If you say Hey Siri, send me make a reminder for blah blah blah, it's going to send it to the cloud. So if you don't have an internet connection, it can't make the reminder for you. But they're going to be able to do a lot more of those things like setting timers and doing reminders and that kind of stuff on device, which is really exciting. And I think that leads exactly to what you're talking about with the chip. It's going to be able to do even more, which is awesome. Yeah. And not only that, but I, like the quick, the, the speed of it, the speed of the response. Yes. Because I think one of the things that for me early on that kind of got me about Siri was I would say, I would say, hey, Siri, give me the address of this place. And then you kind of had an awkward pause. Mm-hmm. between the request and then the actual response to Siri. Uh, I think now you're going to see a, a, a little bit more natural response for Siri where it's going to be yeah. more conversational. And I think that's going to be key for the adoption of things like Siri and for just what they could do with respect to their to just their uh, their, their machine learning and, and, and just yeah. being able to answer questions pretty quickly. So it's going to be awesome. But uh, yeah, yeah, I like a lot of good things are going to come out of that. So I think that was like a, a hidden, hidden nugget in all their uh, announcements. Um, another hidden nugget, which I don't think was too hidden for people who actually cared about it, was mm-hmm. the inclusion of 120 hertz, adaptive yeah. 120 hertz on the iPhone Pro. So I thought the I'm refresh pretty excited rate, about that. Yeah, yeah. Now, would you get a Pro as opposed to a regular just base model iPhone 13 because of that? Uh, 120 hertz refresh rate. Would I? Yeah. For that reason alone, no. But I did. Oh, so you did? You got the iPhone? I did. I uh, I did pre-order it for the first time. I pre-ordered on pre-order day on Friday. Now I didn't wake up and do it, but I did pre-order an iPhone Pro. Uh, 13, and I'm really excited for it. It's supposed to get here on Friday. I've already planned to work from home, so that way I can get it when it gets here. <laughs> um, but uh, honestly, for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. But honestly, the reason why I went with the Pro versus the regular, I had envisioned getting a Mini. Um, ever since they announced the Mini last year, and I and I pretty much resigned to the fact that I was going to get a Mini because I like the smaller size. I figured it would be a little easier in my hands because it's a lighter phone. 
Um, and then I planned on it. Like next phone I get whenever I upgrade will be a mini. And then I heard somebody talk about it. So I deal with a lot of like uh, uh, RSI type hand pain. And, and so I have to really manage my device use so that way it doesn't cause pain in my hands. And, and so the mini was one I was planning on using that to help with some of that. But then I heard somebody talking about, it's like, man, I, uh, I can't use the mini because it's so cramped. My hands hurt typing on the small screen. And I was like, Oh no, I didn't even think about trying to type on the smaller screen. And so I started like testing a little bit. It's like, Oh, this is, it's going to cause me problems. Cause I have the regular 11 right now. Yeah. And so I, so I, I was at that point I realized, okay, no, I'm going to have to get with a regular phone. I know I can't do the big one. Um, but I'm going to have to get the regular sized. So I opted to get, I was, I was planning on probably getting the regular 13, but then AT&T was running, uh, if you trade in your old phone, you get the pro for free. Um, or if you go put it towards the, the 13, the regular 13, I would have actually had to pay trading in the same phone. I would have had to pay like a hundred bucks or something, which isn't a lot, but you know, when finance in over 36 months, um, but shoot, I'm like, okay, well, why everything else is the same? Might as well get the free phone. Thanks, you know, and again, telephoto <laughs> lens, 100 telephoto lens, 120 hertz, um, all the other niceties, better battery. So yeah, I, I went with the pro. So <laughs> long story. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really excited. But uh, I've heard people talk about 120 hertz for so long. I'm ready to see what the big deal is because I, I'm a nerd. Yeah. But some things I can't tell, especially with screen, like. I can't really tell the difference between LCD and OLED. I can't really tell the difference between like a 1080p screen versus a 2K screen. Like oh. I, I had a Samsung and I've changed the settings around. Like I can't tell the difference, honestly. Yeah. So uh, that's not one thing I'm super nerdy about. And so I'm not sure I'll even be able to tell the difference. We'll see. But I, oh. I would like to tell the photo. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be awesome. I mean, yeah. it's funny because I actually am a big 120 hertz guy. I remember okay, I, okay. I, I loved it since on TVs ever since it came out. So okay, uh, that thing, that announcement alone for me was excitement. Uh, okay, and I was just like, "Whoa, 120 hertz! Finally!" Like, I would want to get the pro, but at the same time, um, I I think at this point, a lot of the features, a lot of the stuff that they release, I would probably get a, an iPhone 12, and I'm actually planning on getting an iPhone 12 because my 6s mm-hmm. is, is so old to the point where uh the camera doesn't work anymore but i, I love it it's, oh no it's, it's been a uh it's been a it's been, been a trooper. great phone for me yeah uh, all i yeah. can do is take selfies on it which is not my my biggest strength at all so <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> I, I i think looking at it i, I love the 120 hertz adaptive mm-hmm. uh refresh rate i i think uh i mean it's funny because i literally had a, a conversation with a friend about magsafe and he yeah. said he didn't like it that much because really? he didn't like it that much because it didn't work that well for him. But uh, really? I mean, it's yeah, I, like I, charging I, speed or like the, it didn't grip very well. How, what was his? Uh, I would be curious what his complaint was. I've never used it, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, same here. I mean, I haven't used it myself, but he said it didn't grip very well, and he oh, had a wallet okay. and uh, and he, he attached it to the phone, and he just said like when he got the phone out of his pocket, I mean, a wallet would drop out or it, it might not be uh, still. Uh, oh no connected to the phone so he just said you know what i'm not the biggest fan of it with the with the stock case with magsafe but i'm hoping with the new find my wallet feature that they're releasing that uh, i think that might be something that 
might bring him back to MagSafe and yeah. kind of say, hey, let me check it out again because I think that's a, a great feature that they, they added. And um, yeah, I, yeah. I, it's funny because overall, I, I think uh, a lot of the stuff that they talked about, it wasn't groundbreaking. It, it wasn't mm-hmm. something that just blew your mind. But I think for the tech enthusiasts, uh, I, I think there are little things, little nuggets here and there that you could look at yeah. and say, hey, I think this is something that is worth looking at. This is something that's a little exciting for me. And it could be a, a, a like a hook for that person who's yeah. thinking about upgrading to a new iPhone. A lot of cool incremental things. Like like there's no just big wow feature, but there's lots of really cool. Well, I guess the 120 hertz is probably the, the wow feature, but most everything else is like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Like there's nothing about it. It's like, oh, like last year, you know, there was, you know, they had some cool stuff, and also the five G sapped your battery. You're like, oh, that's not great. So this year, there's not really an oh, it's just a, okay, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you put it all together. It's like that, that's a pretty good upgrade. I feel like, you know, it's it's an S upgrade, but it's it's an upgrade. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. It's an S a, a S upgrade. I think it's a, it's not a it's not a full incremental like oh like redesign or change, but it's an S upgrade. It's just some new features. I think it's great. Yep. Yep. Yeah, other than that, I, I think one of the cool things that they kept on talking about and pinging on throughout the show was the fact that they're using recycled materials in their yeah. devices. And I got to look into it and see how productive and actually how helpful to the environment it is. But uh, for me, being someone who cares about the environment and loves the environment, I thought that was a great thing that they kind of highlighted throughout the yeah. throughout the show. And uh, yeah, it was, it was pretty awesome to see. And I, I think overall, I mean... Yeah, it's like we mentioned before. It was a, a overwhelming event. I, it wasn't overwhelming. It wasn't. It wasn't totally underwhelming. But it was just like, cool, awesome. Yeah. Beyond iPhone, which you know we know you're gonna get the iPhone Pro, but like looking at everything, uh, full canvas. How does everything look? I would say my my opinion still stands. I'd say it's a good solid B minus. Like it's, it's positive. It's not anything super exciting, but it's, it's, I'm happy for it. I'm always excited to get a new, a new phone. I'm excited that they finally released a blue color on the year. I'm getting a phone. I was so sad last year when they, they did the Pacific blue and I'm like, Oh man, I'm not going to be able to get that one. And then they rolled out the Sierra blue. I'm like, all right, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, and then they did a regular blue on the regular 13, which is pretty cool. I actually like that blue on the 13, the, the standard model. I think that's pretty cool, yeah. but I, I like the Sierra blue a little bit better, which thankfully that's the one I'm getting. So I'm pretty happy for that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, when the, when the color is the biggest thing, and even then, a lot of the techie people are talking like, I don't like the colors. I don't know. I don't really get the midnight starlight versus black and silver. I I, I don't know about that, but yeah, I, I, I ultimately, I, I it's fine. I'm I'm excited for it. Definitely interested interested to see if they do anything else. You know, we're still waiting for some, you know, maybe some MacBook Pros. Uh, there's still the Mac Pro out there, which probably not going to hear anything this year. So it's kind of interesting to see what else the year has in store, if Apple's going to do anything else or not. Um, but uh, yeah, if this is the one we ended on for the year, okay, fine. <laughs> yeah. What about you? What do you, what do you think? Yeah. Have, have your opinion changed after talking about any of it? No, no. I mean, I, I still think it's a solid B minus, maybe a B. I mean, overall, I think for all things considered, I think it was a decent event. Uh, I still think my favorite thing from the whole event were the panorama shots and the drone shots. 
but yeah, it, yeah, they still continue to do a great job on these events. They look so pretty. The transitions are awesome, and the drone shots are cool. I like the music choice at the very beginning. I thought the music was kind of fun and jazzy. I don't know. I, I thought it was a pretty cool feel to it. So I, I, I dig it. Yeah, I dig it. It, it, it was, it was good. Uh, but yeah, I mean, nothing, nothing jumps out of you and just makes you say, "Hey, I have to get this device," or "I have to get this." device no i agree with that yeah so it, it was it was it was all right but um yeah overall okay uh other than that last week was a really interesting week a lot of things happened actually oh man uh, yeah did you end up watching a space x launch at all no i didn't tell me about that i uh i i i am interested in space but it's such a uh, <laughs> far off broad topic i i it's one of those things i've just not been able to get into but i see it and like no this is super cool i'm interested in it but i did not get to see yeah, so it was the first uh, civilian flight into space by SpaceX. Oh, which okay, is yeah, pivotal, a huge event because now I'm we're surprised they didn't get... see this anywhere. Okay, that's crazy. Okay, yeah, it was interesting because I it kind of crept on it crept up on me. Okay, uh, I got a text from a friend who said, "Hey, are you gonna watch this the the launch tonight?" And I I was like, "Oh, I totally forgot about that." Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was interesting because it was the first civilian flight uh, into space. It was successful. Everything turned on. Everything turned on right. But I mean, it's. I think it's a pretty big moment because. Yeah. For Elon, he's starting to get closer to his whole goal of like getting folks to Mars, getting folks into space, and this was the first time he actually got civilians a full civilian flight into space, got them back safely, and everything looked great. So I mean, it's interesting. I you would expect more press about this. Uh, I think last yeah, week was only Facebook. <laughs> to be honest, for me, uh, I don't know what you saw, but for me, it was just a lot of Facebook and uh, the the that uh, new podcast journal that came. Not new podcast because the journal has been around, but the journal talking about Facebook and different things around that. So I think that dominated the headlines for me. But uh, yeah, that, that that was that was a highlight of the week for me. How about yourself? Okay. Anything stuck out to you last week other than the, the event? Well, I mean, the Apple and Epic court decision was a pretty big deal, I feel like. Um, that one, I've been... I follow a lot of Apple news because I like Apple stuff. Um, and that one was a pretty cool, interesting event. So people who, who may not be aware, Apple and Epic have been in, in court for a year, basically. Uh, Epic skirted Apple's um, in-app purchase system uh, intentionally to try and basically bait them into a lawsuit essentially. (laughs) And it worked gloriously um, because Apple promptly kicked them out of the market. And then they, and then Fortnite just, I mean, uh, Epic ran just a huge marketing campaign against Apple and, you know, comparing to 1984 and it was just a whole thing. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so it it was, it was, go back and check out some of that from last year. If you have, if you missed it, it's a good time. Um, Oh yeah. I'll capture it. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, all that happened. So the court made a decision. They basically ruled in Apple's favor with some interesting caveats. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to a Mac Rumors article. Um, uh, John Voorhees wrote it, and he's an attorney, um, uh, follows Apple stuff. But uh, what I understand it to mean, um, summarizing his summary. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, basically, Apple won, and they're going to get money from uh, Epic in that uh, for the transactions that they should have been paid for, uh, which is quite a blow to Epic. 
also Apple can continue to keep Epic out of the store because um, when Apple kicked them out, uh, basically, you know, Epic of course wants to get back in. Uh, they can keep them out, um, so that hurts bad for Epic. But um, also, the judge ruled that there has to be opportunity for other developers to use other payment methods, which was one of Epic's big uh, goals. And right. so, so how this gets implemented and in what way, the devil's going to be in the details, and it's still too really too far out to know how that plays out. But that is potentially huge because you know Apple takes thirty percent cut um, from Apple Pay, and it forces developers to use Apple Pay. They can't even link to a web page where you can pay in another way. You have to, if you, for example, want to sign up for a Netflix account, you can't do it through the Netflix app. You can only log in. If you want to sign up for a Netflix account, you have to go to Safari, find a Netflix, sign up, and then go back to the app and sign in. You can't link to it from the app. You can't do anything to suggest that there's a way to pay for it. It's it's a really pretty bad experience. And so yeah. if some of that gets better, that that would be, I think, really huge. It would you know potentially hurt some of Apple's pocketbook, but... Um, you know, well, so Apple's money. also yeah. Apple's like a two trillion dollar company. I don't really feel bad for them, honestly. I, yeah. I, it is what it is. But uh, well, I mean, so it brings up the whole conversation, and I think this is an interesting topic to talk about. What responsibility and what ownership over a platform does a company like Apple have? Because on one end, I mean, I, I think yeah, it's they developed the platform. They yep. should have full rights to it. And I, I did follow the, the ruling, and that was an interesting ruling because it, it Apple won, and yet they lost in a sense. Yep. <laughs> uh, so it was it was like okay, like maybe that that the, that definitely wasn't the ruling that they they wanted. But, they, uh, they won the battle, but may have lost the war. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Great way to put it. And it, it's interesting because I, I, I like with respect to platforms, and I, I I touched upon this a little bit lightly earlier with respect to the journal podcast and their conversation about Facebook, what responsibility and what oversight do these companies have over their platforms? Because like Apple, I think while they are well within their right to kind of maybe promote their, their payment, Apple pay uh, platform, I think, yeah, the ruling was correct in the sense that they should probably open it up to other developers because it reminds me of the whole windows uh, situation back in the day, if you remember yeah. this, Windows pretty much tried to force an Internet Explorer down your throat, and you couldn't really yep. ex- uh, like install another browser when it sucked. I mean, even as a developer, we avoided developing for IE because it was horrible. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I, I, I would, I would think that that was the right ruling, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's I your agree. opinion about that? I think so. I mean, it depends on how it all plays out. I I agree. I feel like um, I, I I feel like Apple. To me, Apple should compare or should compete on their on their merits of Apple Pay as opposed to like this is the only option. I feel like because Apple Pay is super useful. Have you used it very much as far as uh, paying for an app or or filling out a credit card or something like that? When you can use it, it's really cool. It's super handy. Yeah. Like, you know, just touch ID or it scans your face and you're in. It's paid for. It's done. I love it. I love it too. I actually, I don't use cash anymore. I use Apple Pay now. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. 
Same. Yeah. I use it every chance I get because it scrambles your credit card. So uh, if you have access to Apple Pay or Android Pay or whatever, use it because it's yep. way better than your credit card. If they if they if Target gets compromised, which that's never happened before, yeah, um, right. your card <laughs> won't be on the on the on the loss. So uh, yeah, just pro tip. But uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it's great though. I really do. I think um, I think they should compete with uh, how simple it is. People will want to use Apple Pay because it's easy. People will all you know. And give the developers a choice. Okay, look, if you subscribe to Netflix through with Apple Pay, you're going to pay whatever sixteen dollars a month. Or if you use our in-app thing and fill it in by hand, you're going to pay twelve dollars a month. Uh, it's worth it for me to save four bucks a month. But some people are like, you know what? Boop, done. You know, I don't care. You know, I don't yeah. want to find my credit card. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't get that. But but, yeah. but some people might. Yeah. You know? Well, I, I would say this about Apple Pay, and it's not really a direct shot at Apple Pay, but it's a shot at Apple subscription. Mm-hmm. It is tough as heck to find your subscribe services on Apple. Yeah, I mean, unless yes, you know is. exactly where it is, it's it's not it's not as intuitive as I would hope. So I think that's the only knock. And like I said, it was, it's not a knock on Apple Pay. Apple Pay, like you mentioned, I think it is awesome too. Oh it's yeah, an amazing! It's an amazing feature. It's an amazing. Uh, it's an amazing product actually. And I, I think yeah, like let it compete on its own merits. But if Apple needs to improve anywhere with respect to their payment system, I think it's the the subscription management portion because just being able to find, okay, what am I subscribed to? Like, for example, I do this. I'm pretty sure a lot of people do this. They look at an app and they say, oh, you have to pay for an app, but you get a, a week trial that's free. So let me, let me sign up. I mean, if I don't cancel my subscription in under a week, then I have to pay for it. But, yeah. I mean, most of the time I either – remember and i terminate it within a day because i just don't want to pay for it or i forget about it and i end up paying subscription fee for at least the first month because i totally forgot about it yeah so there's no notification there's no easy access there's no interface for you to kind of look at and say hey this is what i know it's i'm paying for i will pay for and i kind of wish it would improve that yeah, it'd be nice. I would. Uh, I always set myself a reminder if I sign up for a trial. It's like, all right, I don't want to get charged for this. And, you know, Audible will you give me a free trial fairly often? They're like, I am not paying sixteen dollars a month for this right now. So I'll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not that it's not worth it, but you know, it's like I'm like I, I don't. I'll sign up for a trial and check it out, and then and then like yeah, we'll 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 circle back later on. But. Yeah, yeah, and, and, but I mean, even that that's that's the thing for me. It's like you have to create a calendar event and then. Yeah. remind yourself and that's that's a pain but um, yes i agree <laughs> yeah but yeah i'm gonna keep an eye on this epic versus uh apple situation Same. it's it's it, it was juicy last year and it looks like it's going to continue to be juicy and um yeah it's it's funny because apple has been coming to uh fights or blows with uh, a lot of these uh, other companies i mean earlier this year it was facebook over privacy and Facebook yep. was not a big, the biggest fan of uh, what Apple was doing. If anything, they actually, they actually took out an ad against Apple to say, "Hey, this is going to hurt your business." But um, Facebook's been uh, had a rough week last week. Uh, and going back to what I talked about earlier, that podcast. So I mean, what they talked about in that podcast is Facebook actually has something called a whitelist. So you know how you can post on Facebook and sometimes if it has anything that might not be considered safe or acceptable by Facebook standards, they usually mm-hmm. will take it out, flag it, take it out, take it off immediately. Um, what ended up happening is um, they have certain users who have like a large following uh, that they would just say, hey, 
instead of going through the automatic review process and taking that post down immediately, let's actually review that case and see if it's actually a post that needs to be taken out quickly. And um, it's it, it's interesting because that actually caused some interesting situations. Um, mm. I would recommend that everyone who is curious about this uh, listen to the journal podcast because they, they really go into depth about this. But the one situation that they did bring up in the podcast was Neymar Jr. And he had someone that he had a, a legal battle with, posted text, posted some interesting uh, images and um, yeah, that was that was exposure beyond what was susceptible, but that lasted on the platform for over twenty four hours because of the whitelist. Yeah, so definitely uh, let's make sure we link to that because I I I have not heard that podcast yet, so I'd definitely be interested in checking it out, and I'm sure there are others who would be as well. So check out the show notes. Yeah, definitely. I'll post it in the show notes. But yeah, overall, I think platforms have a really interesting responsibility to kind of make sure that they put forth the best product but at the same time you have to kind of keep it an open open ecosystem too uh yeah. you can't you can't close it down and uh in the case of apple i'm glad that uh that ruling came out in the case of facebook um they're gonna get a lot of scrutiny and i think it's well warranted because of all yes. of the stuff that's been going on but um yeah yeah it was an interesting week to say the least indeed well we got some other articles in here, but I think maybe we can uh, bump those on to our next uh, next recording. Uh, we're going to shoot for, we're still, uh, if anybody's hearing this now, we're still trying to roll out through Apple Podcasts. So if anybody, uh, we'll start promoting a little bit more heavily once it goes there because it'll be in more podcast players. So um, it, for those of you who may be listening to us on Spotify, hello, welcome. Hey there. <laughs> welcome. <laughs> nice to talk um, to you all. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're trying to go for recording every two weeks and having a roughly every two week release schedule. Um, we'll see how it all plays out. Um, but that that's our goal. But uh, yeah, yeah, and definitely, I, one thing I want to do is definitely shout out uh, the poet. So if you heard our intro, yes, uh, my friend the poet, aka Evelino Pitts. Uh, he made that for us, a uh, special, uh, special edition for the Ubiquitous Methods podcast. So, I mean, it's, it's that's pretty awesome. And uh, we just uh, thank you very shout much. Out. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. We look forward to uh, definitely speaking with you and uh, filling your ears with uh, uh, all things technology uh, every two weeks. And uh, Yes. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. If there's anything else, uh, you can follow me on Twitter tweeting badly at game guy in 2006 <laughs> um if you want to follow ak uh if you want to give away your handle yeah yeah you can follow me at a e e k a y on twitter or a e e k a y tech on instagram but yeah definitely follow myself follow pat to see the unveiling of his new iphone 13 which i have an idea he might post it on there if he's not yes yes too much <laughs> Oh yes, yeah, so I'll I'll be doing some tweeting on there, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about it when we record next, I'm sure. And uh, otherwise, uh, yeah, thanks for thanks for listening, and uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you guys next time. Enjoy. Take care.